Hey ladies, this is Tariva, your host. This is the Women Walking in Wisdom prayer room. I am so excited that you're joining me. Let's get started. Hey ladies, welcome back to the prayer room. Welcome, welcome. This is your host, Tariva. This is the Women Walking in Wisdom prayer room. Welcome. Yes, I can feel his presence so strong already. Already, I feel him. So let's go ahead and get into the word that we're going to be praying into. We're going to be in Joshua today. It is Joshua chapter 24. And it is verse 15. That's where we're going to start. I'm I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, But if you refuse to serve the Lord... Then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer that the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Again, that was Joshua 24, 15 through, um, it was verse 15. It was just one verse, but there was just so much in that verse. So Father, we welcome you in this place. We already feel you moving today. We thank you, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of the day that my sisters are listening into this broadcast, Father, I just want you to be so ever present and tangible to them right now god i just pray right now in the name of jesus that their atmospheres shift instantly god that you come in like a flood that you show them love god like never before that you you just administer peace to whatever storm they're walking through right now god i just pray that you would silence the winds and the waves that you would come in and comfort in those areas god where they need comfort in jesus mighty name we just ask that you speak so relevant to our situations god so intimately god that we can just pull down everything that you are dispatching to us right now that we can grab it we can grab a hold of it god and we can make it something that we can bring into our lives and we can implement in our families god 
We just thank you for what you're going to say today. We thank you by your Holy Spirit. We will be led into all truths. So I release you, Holy Spirit, to do what only you can do. Holy Spirit, move like only you can move. You can go places that nobody can go. You see things that nobody can see. Holy Spirit, we just honor you today. We exalt you, Father, over this broadcast. And we just honor you and bless you. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. King of kings and Lord of lords, we bless you, we bless you, Jesus, this morning, and we thank you, we thank you, God, that we get to come and do this, we thank you, God, that we have the time to do this, that our days are in the things that we are responsible for, that we can just take this time right now to praise your name, to bless your name, to seek your face, God, concerning this word so we just thank you on the front end God because we know you're going to come in and we know you're going to speak and we know you're going to move thank you thank you you're welcome in this place you're welcome in this place God we just want to say you're welcome in this place you're welcome in this place we want to dwell with you oh God we want to meet with you, oh God, face to face. We want to meet with you. We want to hear you so clear. We come against any distractions, God, that would try to tamper or, or contaminate, God, with what you're trying to release right now. God, we silence every evil voice right now. We condemn every evil voice in the name of Jesus, God. We want to hear from you and you alone by your Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Jesus, glory, 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 thank you, Jesus, oh, thank you, Lord, oh, whenever I was reading this uh, verse, it actually came to me, the Holy Spirit spoke it to, in my spirit, and, um, I was just having a dialogue with the Lord and I was just pouring out my heart to him concerning some things that I'm seeing in my brothers and sisters in Christ. Like people that are, are believers in the body of Christ, you know, no matter what their position is, it could be someone in a higher position, more seen and, and, and it's just, I'm noticing it a lot and it was just something that was heavy on me to speak to our father about and just cry out and pray for those that are going through this but at the same time I had to tell God like give me the grace just I I need to know how to be graced to to not judge people prematurely because there was a time when I was in their shoes and I was walking that same path and I thought I knew it all 
but I knew nothing. And now I look back on the choices that I'm making now for my life and for my family. And I look back at that time in my life and I'm just like, wow, big difference. Because there's a difference between trying to straddle that line that God has made so evidently clear in the sand. So evidently clear in the sand that he does not want you to cross. And you can say this or that or oh that's Old Testament beliefs. But there are stuff in the Old Testament that God is not going to budge on. And people want to say, you know, because of what Jesus did, all of that was wiped out. It really wasn't. What Jesus did, he came and he gave us another opportunity to have communion with the Father. Because of sin, we couldn't commune with him. But with Je- with Jesus having had his blood shed, we now have an opportunity to be back with our Father in community. In, and we can be a part of his family and in his inheritance, back with right standing with him. But it still doesn't mean that we can continue to do those sinful things, that we can continue to to serve other gods and have idols in the bible it says you cannot serve two masters you cannot serve two masters and i just hear the lord saying that so much today this when i was crying out for that because there's a lot there's like a a perception where people think that they can straddle the line and that they are okay and it's a lie from the pit of hell you're either all in or you're not you either want to serve God you either want to to keep his commands he says that those that keep my commands they love me so if you're not keeping his commands it show in his in in what he said it shows that you don't love him. Even though you say, I love you, Lord, I love you. But I'm over here doing this. I'm over here giving myself to this sin. And and God is like, but you're not keeping my commands. And I know that the world is doing it. But I called you not to look like the world. Because God hates the world he doesn't want you to look like the world the world is an enemy to God that worldly living it's an enemy to everything that God has had established and created and so it's like slapping him in the face when we say we love him and we we do all these acts towards God to in our mind to show that we love him but then we go and we go and look and do the things of the world and we think that we're okay that we're living right but I'm here to tell you and I'm here to to just sound the alarm don't be deceived don't let the enemy pull the wool over your eyes it is a lie from the pit of hell you need to keep 
God's commands. And I, I'm not trying to be so condemning. That is not my, my heart in this. My heart is that the Holy Spirit would convict you. That there's anything, that if there's anything in your life, if there's anything that you're participating in right now, God is sending me as a watchman on the wall right now to alert you that it is not okay with him. If it looks like the world, if it sounds like the world, if it quacks like the world, it is of the world. And you cannot paint a picture of, oh, well, this is Christian this and Christian that. No, what is not of God is not of God. He will not have these little sidebar stipulations on what sin you participated in. Oh, well, if you did it on a Saturday um, before 12, then, oh, it's okay. I will forgive that. No, if God said don't do it, if God said that is detestable unto me, if God says that that is sinning against me, don't do it. You cannot, you cannot you cannot God almighty God he created heavens and earths he he created us he 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 put breath in our bodies like do you really think that you can manipulate him do you really think that you can can um talk your way out of what you're doing when he comes to you and he wants to know, when when there's time for judgment, you're not going to be able to finagle your way and negotiate your way out of what he's promised that will happen to those who did not keep his commands. It's simple. God is not complicated. We're complicated. The world makes everything complicated. Um carnality makes everything complicated but God is so simple he's so simplistic he it's it's either it's either white or black like it's no gray areas with God you cannot have a gray area with God it is what it is and when he says what he said he means what he means and that is just that and so I'm trying to wake my sisters up right now who are being fooled by the enemy and tricked by the enemy that what you're doing is okay. Sleeping, um, you know, fornicating before marriage is not okay. No matter what picture you try to paint, it is just not okay. That's just an example of what I'm talking about. Yes, I am a single mom. And yes, I had my son out of wedlock. I'm not trying to shame anybody because I've done it. But because I've done it, I know the weight that it carries on your soul. The weight that it carries on your life and on the calling that God has for you. Yes, he can work all things together for your good. But if you know you're not supposed to do it, why open the door? And go down that path. It's rough. You'll still get through it, but it's rough. 
And so I just want to wake someone up today who the enemy is trying to deceive, who the enemy is trying to entice and seduce into sin and continually to make you make excuses why it's okay that you can still do this, why it's okay that you can slander people and gossip and talk down to people and be just ugly to people. And you can just say, well, oh, I I didn't get enough sleep. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. You need to get more sleep if you feel like you're going to be cranky and not walk in the spirit and not treat people with love. Because we are called to that ministry. We are called to the ministry of reconciliation. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus, we are to be distributing love to everyone, no matter what they've done, no matter what they look like. We are to reconcile people to Christ Jesus. That is our main and number one focus. We are to love others. And if you want to continue to make excuses why you can't do what God has called you to do, you're going to still be making those excuses when it comes time for you to answer to God. And he's not going to want to take excuses at that point. I'm here to tell you that. And I'm here to sound the alarm for you because you've got to choose who you're going to serve. You've got to choose whose table you're going to sit at. Are you going to sit at the table with the sinners and the people that want to compromise? and walk a halfway Christian life and be burdened with the weight of the world when God says I have sent my son to overcome the world but you're letting the world overcome you because you don't want to keep my commands oh God no you need to choose today what table will you sit at will you sit with the father will you keep his commands will you do everything that he's commanded you to do because he knows that there will open the door to attack if you don't keep his commands it opens the door and gives legality to unclean things and evil spirits to come torment you he knows that it's protection and keeping his commands so that's why he commands you to do it it's not because he wants to sit and say oh you can't do this you can't do that no it's about protection it's about protection he wants to protect what's his and when he watches you go down those dark paths and participate in those acts he is his heart aches for you because he wants his children to be safe but he also gave us a will a will to do what we want to do we to choose what we want to do and so will you choose to keep his commands and live a fully sold out life to God it's not hard I promise you the world makes it look hard to live a godly life but it's not hard and it's not boring it is beautiful and it is peaceful I don't have wars I don't have attacks because I keep his commands because I don't go where he doesn't tell me to go I am led by the Holy Spirit and therefore I have protection and nothing and no no one shall harm me because of keeping his commands so I just want to lift up my sisters today oh God 
I don't want this message to seem like super heavy, but I just want to be that big sister or that auntie or that mother figure that is going to tell you the truth. I can't sugarcoat. I won't sugarcoat it because I've been there and I've walked down those paths and there's nothing there for you and it just brings torment and pain and heaviness and depression and it just opens you up to all kinds of just evil things not keeping God's commands and I don't want that for any one of you not any one of you. I don't even want it for, for anyone who calls himself an enemy of mine. I don't want anybody to perish because of lack of knowledge. So I'm giving you the knowledge. I'm giving you the opportunity. The Lord has opened this up today to give you the opportunity to choose this day whom you sh will serve. Who is going to be your God? Who will you choose to be your God and serve? You can't serve two masters. I'm sorry. It can't happen. It won't happen. We have a father. We have a creator. He says he's jealous for us. He's a jealous God. He will not share you with another. He's not going to allow you to go back and forth, back and forth dip and dabbling on the other side he will not allow it what he said he said and what he meant he meant and he said keep my commands and that is what he wants from us and so this day father i just ask that you would by your holy spirit convict hearts today bring to remembrance things that were done, things that were said. I pray that you lead them by your Holy Spirit to consume more of your word so that it becomes engrafted in their spirit, your word, your truth, God. So that there's no wavering on what you expect so that they can make an educated choice to serve you or serve the world, God. Today, they will choose whom they will serve. And so I just pray that you would be brought to repentance. That God would lead you by his Holy Spirit into truth. And that as he shows you truth, that those things would not bring fear. That those things would not bring guilt. That you would walk through it with the Holy Spirit and repent and heal in the name of Jesus from situations and circumstances that happened in the past that were outside of your outside of your will. God can heal anything. Just allow him to, to have access to it. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, work on us, God. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. But the thing is, we need to be perfectly surrendered to allow you to do the mighty works that we want to, to take place in our lives. The transformations that we want to take place in our lives. 
I am not perfect. I don't want anybody to get that understanding or think that I'm just here as a person who's gone through a lot to stand on the other side and say, no, that is not what that is over there. Over here is the best, okay? Serving God, living for God is the best choice that I've ever made in my whole entire life, my whole entire existence. Giving everything to God and knowing that I will not cross that line. I do not want to straddle it. I don't want nothing on that other side. It does not entice me. It does not make me want it at all. Like I have no desire, no desire for that. And before we go, I just want to read um, a different version of that same verse. Um, this is the, the NIV. It says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve undesirable really stood out to me when I read that version because God gave me a desire to desire what he wanted for my life because the things that I desired before I truly had a relationship with him they were put there by popular choice you know like things that you see uh put in in media and in social you know the worldly sit social economics and all of that like that that was stuff that was put on me and, and the enemy made me want to desire those things but those were not true desires of my own but God gave me his godly desires he put down inside of me that I wanted to desire holiness I wanted to desire purity I wanted to live a life at a standard that was pleasing unto him that he could look down on me and say I am pleased with her I'm so pleased with my daughter and that's the mindset and that's the visual that we need to have when we're walking in our day is my father pleased with me not in a way to make you feel like you have to do works to please him no no works that we're not talking about that what we're talking about is living a life and a standard that pleases God that allows you to be able to to fully be used as your instruments of God we need more godly instruments in this day we need more pure hearts in this day because there's a lot of people that are coming out of the world who want Jesus who want the Savior and we need clean hands to grab a hold of them. We need pure hearts to to um, to receive them. So thank you, Lord God, for those that are going to answer the call. For those that are going to say enough is enough. I'm tired of straddling the line. I want more of you and I want what you desire for my life in the name of Jesus. So I thank you that you're awakening some hearts right now, that you're awakening some situations right now, God, to to desire you, to to hunger and thirst after your goodness and your mercy, God. So I bless all my sisters that are underneath the sound of my voice, God. And I just thank you for the encounters that's going to come forth from listening in today and from surrendering fully unto your desires, God. We thank you for just coming in so tangibly today and speaking so, so urgently and so, so relevantly, God, to what we're experiencing right now. 
We just bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Some decisions are being made today. Thank you, Lord. We're deciding. We're deciding. We're we're making clear decisions today. We're making rightful choices today that are going to shift the the whole trajectory of our whole life and our whole purpose, God. Thank you, Father, for coming in today. Thank you for speaking to us today. There's no fear. We command all fear, all condemnation to leave right now in the name of Jesus. You will not be condemned. Holy Spirit is there to convict you and do it so gentle and beautiful. Allow him to dissect. Allow him to do surgery on your heart today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so real quick. I was waiting to to get confirmation if the Lord wanted me to share this this story with you guys. And so he does want me to share it. Um, Just recently, I was invited um, to this event and um, I got the invitation from someone that, you know, I met at church. So I just, you know, I just assumed and you cannot assume, <laughs> you can't, do not assume. I just assume that if I met them at church, that they're living the same standards that I'm living. And it's, it's not true. Um, so don't assume, um, nothing, you know, wrong with this person. I really don't know them enough to even comment on how they live, but I got the invitation. Um, and the wording was a little off and I didn't, I didn't really um, do much research into it, but the the wording that was given to me about this event was that it was a Christian um, event, um, a Christian happy hour. And so um, the word happy hour, it's really like a worldly term, but what, you know, has crept into the church is that the, the church has a lot of secular language to describe Christian events to try to draw in, you know, more people. And I I get it. A lot of churches do it. And so I thought, you know, maybe it's happy hour, like coffee or, you know, half price coffees or something. I don't know. I just, I just thought that it was like something like that. And when I got there, um, it was just like a bar setting. Um, and it was just, it was different from what I assumed especially being an event for Christians. And so, you know, that was 
really what sparked this in me to pray into and for those who, you know, the enemy is has got on this straddling line. And and so like I just looked at it and I was I was like, wow, I literally did not even understand the gravity of like how the enemy has crept into the church that people have gotten away from like really knowing what God expects and not in a judging way at all I don't want you to think that I'm judging at all but it's just because I was delivered from alcoholism and I was in that type of you know living that type of life and now living on the other side and seeing like wow I didn't I never needed that stuff it actually disgusts me to be around it you know like um I can never put that in my body ever again and you know we just have to have grace we have to educate each other we have to love one another and the Lord had to convict me today and he was like you know um you need to have grace you need to have love towards your brothers and sisters because not everybody has come to the same revelation that you have about certain things I'm so grateful that God has given me a revelation about drinking to the point where I know like that I would never do it again. Like that you can never pay me to do it. Because of the revelation, the understanding that he's given me and it's something that only came from him. I couldn't look this up in a book. It was by his Holy Spirit revealing me the the real truth about it. And, and that's just with anything. This is just an example about drinking, but other things, fornication, whatever it is. Let God give you the truth about those things. Let him give you a revelation of what it truly looks like to him. Because I'm telling you, what it looks like to us and what it looks like to him are two different things. And when you get the eyes of God on a certain thing, oh, it like it will frighten you for us. For us to truly see what certain things look like in his sight. It would disgust you to truly see what through his sight on certain things that we do. And so I just wanted to share that real quick. Um, that's what really prompted me. Um, and God just pushed me into just really presenting this invitation today and he's even given me that invitation every day like who do you want to serve today Tereva like do you want to to you know teeter-totter on certain things that I've told you that you shouldn't be doing that I've given you conviction uh that you shouldn't be doing because if if you know better then you do better and that's what he's really asking of us that if you know better and you have been given that revelation of truth then do better. Thank you, Lord, today. Well, I'm sorry that this was really long today, but it was so needed. (laughs) But um, I just pray that you guys all, that you ladies all receive this with love. 
and that if there's anyone in your life that might need to hear these words, that you would share this episode with them. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. All right, ladies. Well, until next time, y'all be blessed.